The South Congress podcast is a lifestyle show that sometimes crosses over into mature territory. The views expressed are those of the hosts and guests who come from different backgrounds and experiences. Listener discretion is advised. They can take your world. They can take your heart. Cut you loose from all you know. But if it's your fate, then every step forward will always be a step closer to home. Salutations, fun seekers. This is What's the Fun in That? The podcast where we discuss our passion for games and we try to describe the fun in them. I'm your host, Quincy. Gamer tagging it as Captain Vice on Steam, Twitch, Xbox Live, and Discord. You can find me on Twitter at WFIT9 or at QTZ for Sheezy. This month, What's the fun in that is giving away Soul Calibur 6. You gotta know what the, that is. The legendary fighting game from Namco. Soul Calibur 2 on the GameCube with Link is still one of my favorite fighting games. To enter the contest, DM SC6 to the Twitter account at WFIT9. Again, DM hashtag SC6 to the Twitter account at WFIT9. Today, I am joined by a very special raid boss. Introducing Bonana. Bonana. What up, what up? This is Bo Bonana. You can call me either. It's fine. I got a lot of names. What up? How is everybody? And so, Bo, uh, do you want to go ahead and plug your Twitch or any other socials? It's, uh, yeah, it's Bo underscore Nana, B-O underscore N-A-N-A. And then uh, IG's Ana Bo Nana. It's A-W-N-A underscore B-O-N-A-N-A. Same thing for Twitter. I don't really post a lot on Twitter, so IG is kind of my main go-to. Okay, yeah. So uh, everybody, go ahead and follow Banana, catch her on Twitch and IG, and even Twitter if you will. And with that, we go into the round first round. Fight. Into the first round, we look into the Triforce to get a better sense of our raid boss for today. The first question of the Triforce is: If you had to throw one of your beloved characters off a cliff, who would that be? Okay. Loki thinking about this for a minute, but lo- I was like, mm, "Am I gonna give you an actual beloved character or somebody that I like, kind of like?" You know what I oh, mean? No, 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 no. It's gotta be someone that you cut for <laughs> that, like you cry for this character. All right, all right. So if it's somebody that is like a real, real beloved character, I'd probably say Sora from Kingdom Hearts. Cause okay, my boy Sora and I go back to like middle school days, PS2. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yo, I still remember that um, J-pop theme song of when it comes in. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's my jam. Oh, I love, I love everything to do with Kingdom Hearts, and I love, love, love Sora, the, especially the original Kingdom Hearts. So if I had to sacrifice somebody that I actually was a beloved character of mine from like back in the day, probably Sora from Kingdom Hearts. Off the cliff. Off the cliff. Just so- you tried, my guy. Yo, wow. <laughs> you tried, but I'm going to have to eat you, sacrifice Off you. Off the clue. <laughs> yeah, he's going. Right, so you yeeted them off the cliff. Yeah, and he so, ain't gonna save nobody. <laughs> <Damn>. Sorry. 
<laughs> and so what power, what weapon, what move by eating him off the cliff and now you have the stole stone, what are you obtaining? Uh um Okay. I don't know. I feel like a lot of this is like things that are very personal to me. So it's just going to be a trash answer. And a lot of people that play Splatoon are going to like come at me for this. Uh, my favorite weapon is a sploosh, the vanilla sploosh. The sploosh. <laughs> Yo, this is a superior sploosh. So I would eat him off a cliff for this, for an actual like real life sploosh. And if yeah. I could like swim in the ink and stuff, what up? I would do that. I would do hey, that. And anybody Hands that down. tries to come at you with that, it don't matter because you got the superior blues. Yo. Are. I'm going to bop them. I'm going to bop them. I feel that, they try yo. I'm um, bow before you, yo. The power of <laughs> Bonanna. Bro, All right. I'm so... <laughs> my guy. That's my weapon. Hey, you know? I feel that. Yo. And so, for the last question in the Triforce is, who would be your nemesis? Who would be the person that would oppose you? And as they step to you, you... <laughs> Hit them with the superiors, please. Oof. Okay. Mm. I, I'm like, I don't know if I should be sad or glad that all of these are coming from Kingdom Hearts and Splatoon. Because <laughs> these are like my two main like game franchises that I've been following like for a minute. Hey, ain't nothing um, wrong with that. They are very good franchises. We, we cut for the Splush. We cut we, for the Kingdom Hearts. We do. We do. We go way back. But I would probably... Something that got me real salty, a weapon that was like, oof, or not a weapon, a boss that got me real salty in Kingdom Hearts was Severus, three-headed <laughs> dog. I played a little bit on stream. My guy, no. I was so surprised I beat him, but because because when I was playing this in middle school, I was not able to beat him worth my life, dude. I swear I went up against him like 10 to 12 times, wasn't able Yo. to beat him and do it. So I that feel guy is right. Like, yo, I can see it now. Yo, 13 year old Bonana <laughs> playing the Kingdom Hearts. Yo, got the PS2 trying, you know what I'm saying? All the skill. You like, I Try got this. I got this. It's two o'clock in the morning. And you going, <laughs> boom, defeated. And no, and yep, defeated. Had to start over playing five or six hours. It was terrible. It was a bad time. And so with that, uh, we have Bonana. We have her with the Superior Blues. We have Cerebus yes. chasing them down. Yeah. And now we go to round two. And so with round two, this is the discovery round where we discuss what we've been playing. And so, mm-hmm. Bo, uh, do me a favor and discuss what uh, you've been playing lately. What I've been playing? Okay, so I literally just got off COD World War II. I haven't done Modern Warfare yet, so, like, don't come for me. I'm still stuck in, like, World War II because, like, I tried Black Ops 4. It wasn't... I don't like the futuristicness in it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Um, been playing Luigi's Mansion. Just got that the other day, so I just Yo. started that. What up? What up? Yeah. Um, been playing a little bit of Apex, uh, um, Left 4 Dead. Just kind of all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Um, yeah. but as for the World War Two one, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, whenever you get to the game, that means it is the best game. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying, dude. I'm like low key trash at it. I haven't played like I used to play World War Two a lot before I got my Switch. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, and then I got my Switch and I got caught up in Splatoon. That's been my like COD for like the past like two years. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's um, the sploosh. It's it's the very innovative game and so. It's um, the competitiveness. You know what I mean? But I'm just kind of all over the place. I'm not really good with story games, but you know what I'm saying. I'm excited for Luigi's. 
excited for like Left 4 Dead, running through those campaigns. You know what and, I mean? And how far are you in uh, Luigi's Mansion? I haven't played since the other day that I played. Um, so I'm not too far. I'm still trying to get used to these controls. I bought myself a pro controller today because the other day when I was playing, my joysticks kept drifting. And I was like, I need to upgrade. <laughs> Yo, you got to send them to uh, Nintendo. I know, I know. I hear everybody keeps doing that, but like I haven't gotten around to you. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, uh, your boy, um, Sid Hills out because uh, they were bad. They were like, yeah, yeah. it it was like the Busted. nub on the analog was gone. Oh and no! So, yeah, it was bad. And like, um, when you would press like the R button, mm. it would go back to the home screen. It was like my Switch was unplayable, so they had to go oh, back to Nintendo. No rip was it uh your kids did your kids yes the kids uh beat them up but they really play the switch a lot and so uh i'm glad nintendo fixed those i appreciate that nintendo thank you shout out to nintendo not sponsored (laughs) (laughs) but yeah no that's tight that's i know the with kids man you get a lot of like cheeto fingers you know what i'm saying like cheeto dust um, hard floors uh Mm -hmm. when something is dropped it's often that it will break oh no yes they haven't broken the switch screen yet not yet fortunately it usually stays on the dock or (sighs) on like a bed or something yeah i'm not gonna lie to you like i used to work at a video game store and i don't know how many times whenever the switch first came out i saw kids with their parents come in trying to like replace their screens because they dropped it (laughs) and didn't put a screen protector and then the same thing. I'm like, you should have left it in the dock. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't let them taking out without a case. You know what I mean? Or a screen protector, like a whole armor on the switch, because it's gonna break. <laughs> yeah, you, you used to work for GameStop. I know. I used to work uh, for. It's a local video game store here in here in Texas. Um, I was like the manager for a good like year and a half. Did their social media stuff. Hey. So yeah, yeah, it was it was a good job. It was tight, but you know, like you gotta move on sometimes. So okay, yeah. And so but, uh, you had said that you were also playing the uh, Asphalt Legends. No, no, Apex, Apex, Apex yeah. Legends. Oh, on the yeah. board. Trying to, yeah, trying to play. I'm so waiting for them to be like cross compatible so all of us can play together. I'm so waiting for that. I know. I wish, hope, yeah. I pray. And uh, hold on. Do you play? Yes, we are going to play to the guys right now, yeah. dear Mario, Master oh, Chief, Nathan Drake. Uh, we come to you today to that. Uh, <laughs> please grant us cross-play so <laughs> Xbox players can play with Nintendo players and play yes, with please. PlayStation players and play with PC players so we can I get know. along in one big like, happy family. We're just trying to be gaming fam. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Amen. So I w- I'm ready to be able to play Apex with like my PC friends. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Mostly PC because a lot of them play on PC. But yeah, yeah. Do you play <laughs> Apex? Have you tried I it? I did. Um, me and first person shooters have a love hate relationship. And so I'll play them for the bit. And mm-hmm. then um, after I get my butt kicked too many times, I'm like, yo, got to drop this. You're out. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. I feel that. Well, honestly, like I kind of warm up with like Call of Duty World War II just because it's like more realistic. You know what I mean? I ain't got to worry about like 
all these crazy specials like i ain't gotta worry about all these different legends just like you know gun action you know it's you and your mp5 or your ak or what are you working with at that time? yeah so i like kind of warm up just to like try to get this aim right you know what i mean and then because apex is like a lot of stuff you gotta ping this ping that enemy here you know what i'm saying it's a lot and so one of the best things about apex legends is the ping system it's, uh, it is it is it, it's tight and i love because um in apex you can choose different the different characters yes. and so this is where their personality really shines is because when you ping something they call out and it's always yeah. pretty cool i i like playing with lifeline because that's yeah tight. like and so she's like I, i'm not gonna do a bad jamaican accent i'm not oh my god yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, we ain't trying to come it out. It is always pretty cool, or Bangalore, or um, yeah. any other cool characters. I love that, and it really makes the characters like and the, their personality shine. The dialogue, yeah, I really like Bangalore. And then I watched uh, some people I know play Bloodhound, and man, tracking somebody and being able to like track them down and the ability, like it really got me into Bloodhound. So I'm just trying to. I'm trying to, one, figure out how to play Apex, and then, two, trying to be good at it. <laughs> yeah, and so one of the cool things is because um, I know Fortnite is yeah. uh, most people's first battle royal, yeah. um, but Apex was mine, and so, oh, wow. wow. The systems, you went all in. Yeah, and so what the systems are, like, pretty complex, Apex makes them very accessible. And For sure. I enjoyed that, and so um yeah that's really cool and so um i wanted to talk about asphalt nine legends okay. and so i'm surprised um okay. the good friend of the podcast dipped hasn't mentioned this to you because he's been hyping asphalt legends up yeah no uh actually we dipped and i haven't been able to like talk or like multi-stream lately um but i think was he streaming it before yeah we streamed well not we he streamed it on friday and i was able to participate in a few races yeah so it's pretty fun it's a realistic looking racer yeah uh, meaning that the cars are like real you're racing in camaros and ferraris Mm -hmm. and porsches and things like that and the graphics are photo real yeah i think i remember stopping by whenever he was streaming that it kind of reminded me of like blur without yeah without all the uh like uh what is it called like mario boxes or whatever not mario boxes (laughs) but like the abilities you know what i mean and so yeah it it is an arcade racer but the cars have a sense of weight to them and so um but the game systems are gamified it's not like um something that uh where you're gonna be breaking in every situation and yeah. so by gamifying the systems like it has a drift system and it kind of reminds me of that old arcade racer daytona usa uh yeah, did you yeah. ever play that at dave and busters anything Dave, uh, no, uh, Daytona USA, no, I mean, recently I went, I played, like, Cruisin', I remember playing those on, like, N64, you know what I mean? Those are, like, my stuff. I don't remember playing Daytona. Okay, um, like, alright, if you, uh, this is for people in Houston, if you're ever, uh, go to the Dave & Buster's off of I-10, uh, I-10 is 16, right, the marquee, there yeah, yeah. is, like, eight Daytona USA's connected, and their races are always lit, 
And the key part is mastering the drift. And yeah. so Asphalt Legends basically takes that, that drift system. And so when you hit the turns, you go ahead and tap the brake and you can get sideways. Mm-hmm. And like most modern arcade racers, and when you uh, drift, you gain boost. Yeah. Tight, so tight. And so the boost system is also gamified. Um, and so you can like like double tap boost or uh, when you tap boost, it gives you a little meter as it drains mm-hmm. down. And if you hit it at the right time, you can extend your boost or if you miss it, you'll burn out faster. And so oh. it's pretty cool how it works to boost that way. And then the final piece of the puzzle is that they have a wreck system. It's mm-hmm. kind of like burnout, but it's not like burnout. Okay. Okay. And burnout, the main, um, you know, crashes take the show. Yeah. Um, and this, it's like you can get a good angle and mash them into the wall. It does the cool slow motion, but it uses the crash system to give you more boost. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, tight. I didn't know that. It's See, that, cool. that sounds like more complicated than the Mario Kart, like, you know, drifting and the boost. Although I will say the arcade one is different than like in like Switch or whatever. Mm hmm. The ones that you play at, like, Dave & Buster's, those boosts be different. You know what I'm saying? Like, hitting those corners are different than, like, playing, like, on the Switch. I did want to look into that Asphalt 9 because whenever I saw him play, I was like, man, I've been waiting for a good racing game on the Switch. Because I remember whenever Switch first started, the racing game options were sad. Were sad, yeah. They were so sad. (laughs) I remember checking some out, like, tiny race cars trying to go around the track. It was the saddest. (laughs) That's that is. <laughs> but uh, there are more options now in the app, Asphalt 9. You, know, you okay. definitely got to hop on that. I've enjoyed my time with it and as a free-to-play game. The mm-hmm. racing is really solid. And my second favorite feature is that the courses are short. Oh, it's, so they're not like forever courses. Like they're some not of them forever. Be... Usually they'll take under two minutes. Uh, two minutes at oh, most right. unless you're doing See? like two laps or something. Mm-hmm. So Cause like sh- we can yeah. hardly last that long, you know what I'm saying, without hitting the corners, you know what I'm it's, saying. So it's, so it's made to get you in, get involved, and so um, the boost system allows for the comebacks and everything. Okay. And so by having shorter races, the races are always intense. You always feel like you have a chance to come in and come back. And so I enjoy the length of the races mixed with the actual racing system. And I think it's a pretty fun game and you can't really beat it for free 99. Yeah. <laughs> That's our favorite price. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you can't beat that. You really can't. You really can't. I'm going to have to try it because whenever I saw him play, I was, I was into it. I was into it. And I really miss games like blur. Whenever I, I played blur on, uh, I think it was PS3. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, PS3, and I really liked that game. I was all about that game whenever um, I would get to play. I didn't have a PS3, but somebody, I don't remember who had a PS3 that I knew, and we were on that stuff, and I really liked it. So I'm really excited about that one. I haven't tried it yet, but yeah, we got it. We got to race. We got to race. Yeah, you got to get on that Asphalt 9 Legends. It'll be really fun. We may have to, we do, we may have to get like a community game night on we the uh, WFIT and just pick a game in which, you know, community members can come in and we could all have fun. We could have our own own like racing cup, our own NASCAR. Yo, <laughs> or we may even, uh, if we could round up enough people, have our own Sploosh Squad. We can. Hop Who is superior? Yup. Gonna be running circles around these boys. (laughs) (laughs) 
And so with that, we move to Final round number three. Fight. And so round number three, we usually uh, pick something and then we try to break down. We pick an aspect or we pick something and we try to describe what we find incredibly fun about that game. Tight, tight. And so Oof. did you have one that you wanted to discuss? Um, I'm in between two different things. Uh, one, I could go all day about Splatoon 2 because this okay. is like a game that I know, you know what I'm saying, that I've had a ton of playtime with, you know what I'm saying? Because um, here at uh, What's the Fun in That, we are big fans of the Splatoon. Yeah, yeah, we could we could definitely, you know, chat it up about Splatoon. I'm down about Splatoon, you know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, we could also talk about Spoopy games because Spoopy season just ended, yes, you know? <laughs> All right, real quick, what is a spooky game that you cut for? Um... Okay, recently or like old games? Any game you want. It could be your all-time fave. Break it down. What's up with it? All right. Uh, I have to give you like one of each. I'm sorry. I can't do just one. Hey, no problem. Ain't no problem. All right. All right. So recently, I will like I'm not okay I'm such a wimp right I'm not down with like horror movies usually um I get really spooked out really fast um but I will say until dawn until dawn I gotta say I am super excited to welcome all my pals back to the annual Blackwood winter getaway Let's make this one trip we will never forget. No! No! Run! Was one of my favorite, like, horror games, like, gameplay experiences. Aside from it being, like, butterfly effect, um... The story, you know, you think it's going to be about one thing. It turns out being about something completely different. Um, it was bomb. I really enjoyed playing Until Dawn. I like that there's a lot of alternate endings. So, you know, depending on your decisions, it could really end up somewhere completely different. Um, and it tailors it to kind of like what you're spooked about throughout okay. the game, which okay, is pretty tight. Right. So, um, spoiler alert, um, I gave up on spooky games after like a incident with a bear on the xbox 360 so i heard i heard condemned condemned i was yeah Yeah, i heard um, i heard yeah so until dawn is unfamiliar to me so uh give me a little bit more about until dawn oh how do i give you more without spoiling it for people oh no spoil it spoil away Okay, so Until Dawn is like you're following, I think it's like eight people into like, you know how horror movies go. Cabin in the woods, you know, everybody trying to party, you know, whatever. Um, It turns out that like apparently there's like a psycho killer on the loose in the woods, okay? This is a plot twist like meant to distract you. Turns out that it's really about like Wendigos. I don't know if you know what Wendigos are. Wendigo. Wendigos, I don't know if you're familiar with like lore or whatever, but Wendigos are, are kind of like um they're like mythological creatures um that um they have an intense craving for human flesh, I guess like cannibals. Um anyways, it's about like some Wendigos that are like in the mountain um and then like you're trying not to get snatched up throughout the game and then like if you die and then like you get eat some like cannibal stuff like 
you turn into one of them. I don't know. It's crazy. But it makes you think that it's about a psycho killer. It turns out it's about some like mythical Native American creature thing. I don't know. It's wow. wild. It's a wild ride. But there, it's like, it's a lot of gore. People's heads get crushed in. Um, you see people's Yo. jaws getting torn off. It's wild. Yo, I am shaking my head like, no. Yeah, no. yeah. And and the stress is like, it, there's a lot of quick time events, meaning that like, you got to press like the square at a certain time or else you're going to like fuck something up you know what i mean you gotta press the you gotta press the o or the x or the triangle at a certain time or else you're gonna like change the entire story and i remember there was one part where i was running through like the snow the snowy like forest or something and i'm like trying to like hit these rocks going across the river and if i slip i'm gonna fall into the water right and you're like "Mm, that's not gonna change anything i miss (laughs) one of the rocks bro i miss one of the rocks i fall into the water Okay, it ends up ending up like one of the girl's jaws got torn off because I couldn't save her in time. Wow, it was wild. It was it was it was um, fun, but also like I could only play it like a chapter at a time because if not, I was low key gonna be traumatized. (laughs) Right. So it has like branching stories, like so depending on what happens in a certain chapter, it has an outcome on items going forward. Yeah, so it's, yeah, it's like the butterfly effect. So again, like small things like that could change the entire course of the story or even like different kinds of decisions, whether you go check out a noise or not, has, you know, changes the entire thing of the story. If somebody gets saved or not, or if somebody dies in the story. And also like after each chapter, right? This is how it kind of tailors it to like what you're scared of. So it asks you, (laughs) it's terrible. It asks you like, who do you like more? Like Jess or Sam? Or like... Uh, what do you see in this picture? Or like, what are you scared of more? Or, you know, stuff like that. Like, what what, what brings you anxiety more? Like cockroaches or rats? You know what I mean? And it's like you're, pre- you're pretending to be with like a psychiatrist that asks you these questions and you're supposed to be a character. But it like tries to tailor it after each chapter to see kind of like where you're at. Is it scaring you? You know what I'm saying? Does it need to up wow. this more? It's wild. It's a good, it's a good good horror game it's tight i like that that. sounds pretty incredible yeah but okay old one i gotta say i remember playing this in middle school ps2 days uh fatal frame fatal frame we always used to promise each other that we would stay together Fatal Frame was tight. I don't know why they haven't brought it back. Um, it may have been that developer may have closed, but those games were so good. Yeah, but you know, you know what I read though. I looked it up recently, and apparently the creator of Fatal Frame was talking about bringing a game similar uh, to the Switch. Yo. They were talking about it. Yeah, yeah, which I think would be it would be tight with motion controls and with the joy cons or with a pro controller or whatever. I think it would be tight, bro. I'm ready. I'm ready if they're going to do it. Yeah. Okay, and see now that like I'm all, my interest is peaked. I'm like, "Yo, I am reminiscing about the good times and then I'm yeah. reminiscing about the times where um I'm sitting all alone looking around and every little bump is giving me nightmares." I know. <laughs> 
you play it in the dark, but like, you know, it's going to mess you up, but it's also going to make it better. You know what I mean? Is it? Is it really going to make it better? Look, like, it's going to be a more immersive experience. (laughs) It's going to be an immersive experience. So you're going to be scared and you won't sleep for a week. But you know what I'm saying? It's going to be good. (laughs) It's going to be good. Okay, okay. (laughs) Yeah, but that that game was tight. I remember that game. The Mm -hmm. Frame games were pretty solid. Yeah. Is there some of my faves along with like silent hill they had good stories good gameplay you know i enjoyed the first few silent hills after a while it got like yo this is just uh kind of nuts yeah they're trying to make money you know what i mean <laughs> that's true that's true. that is and, and that's then how i remember goes. the movie did you see the movie yeah i did as much as like it scared me i did because i had to you know what i mean <laughs> play the game you got to see the movie right 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 yeah and so um uh, did you want to comment on anything else? Did you want to get in on the sploosh? Tell me why your superior sploosh is superior. Oof. So, oh, man, I don't know. I feel like I'm going to have to show up for streams after this if anybody listens to this. <laughs> or whoever listens to this is going to come by and they're going to be like, all right, let's see if you're really the superior sploosh. The superior sploosh. <laughs> Because um, you are the Raid Boss Bonana. Your sploosh is by default superior due to Sora's body laying right there on the cliffs. I mean, off the cliff. AKA, AKA yeeting him from yeah. this earth. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be an extra good sploosh. But no, um, I would say for sploosh, uh, I've seen a ton of sploosh players, especially like x rank players. And one of the main things is movement. You really got to get good movement, like high swim speed. If you can get ink resistance to cut through the ink faster, do it. Because I think they cap your movement speed after a certain amount of swim speeds like it's i think if anything like it starts working against you after a certain amount or something from what i've heard okay and so for the people not familiar with the splatoon Mm -hmm. um you're when you shoot um you're shooting um paint ink yeah yeah sorry because we're squids you know we're squid kids (laughs) (laughs) yeah so it's it's ink right yeah and so one of the innovative functions is that you are able to dive down into the ink to get the boost in the movement speed yes you can you can travel sometimes you can even if you move slow enough it like doesn't show your trail that you're swimming in so you can kind of go into like ninja mode they even have ninja squid so people can't like track where your movement is um but yeah you can move faster typically through the ink that's that's kind of how it works especially if you're a very aggressive player you really need that movement to get up close to people yeah and so like uh what does it have any additional mechanics where it's like yeah this is pretty different than normal first person i mean normal shooters yeah for sure so first person shooters i mean you know right like cod um that's kind of like my main experience with first person shooters i mean i have played i used to play like halo and gears and stuff whenever i had like a 360 that was a long time ago um but yeah it is it is pretty different i know some other games 
games have like wall bouncing and some other games, even COD, like some people to avoid being shot, they like lay down real quick. You know what I'm saying? And like, hey, it's just movement and like some people run faint. with like hatchets and like swords so they can run faster. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. Um, but it's also like, uh, it is different because for us, whenever you're like moving in the ink and you're trying to like do the movement, that's like a faster movement. Um, you're also recharging essentially like, what is your ammo? You know what I mean? So that's like kind of our reload while we're, while we're moving throughout the ink. Um, so if you're out of ink or if you're trying to shoot somebody, like you really have to get into that ink and then if they see you, they can snipe you or, you know, come after you or whatever. It is. It's pretty different. Yeah, and it gives you like a it adds a little bit of strategy to recharge it, not recharging, reloading your gun. Well, so, mm-hmm. uh, you, can you repeat uh, that? Dive down in the ink, are you invulnerable, or how does that work? Um, so it's uh, you are pretty vulnerable whenever, like, let's say you do have to reload, uh, you do get pretty vulnerable because if somebody sees like your position whether it's a sniper or another aggressive player they can come for you you know what i mean especially like let's if we talk about the sploosh specifically like a lot of it is really really short range it's a super it's a shortest range weapon in the game um so you do have curling bombs i'm talking about the vanilla sploosh which is like the original splatoon 2 sploosh like you have curling bombs which you can travel in the ink because it creates like an ink path for you but people already know that splooshes are typically going to be traveling in that ink path or people are going to be uh you know short range splooshes or they might have a splashdown ready which is a special that like you know you super punch into the ground and kill the people around you but um yeah it's uh i don't know it is yeah you have to work it a certain way since it's such short range and it's all about movement right um yeah and so <laughs> it is. one more question about the split two. and so um these are special moves right yeah and so yes, how many yes. d- different um special moves are there oh at this point i don't even know because they added some in like the last like last last patch or whatever update and uh they added a few new specials um but i don't know honestly i haven't counted them i haven't i'm like so like into the weapons that i play in splatoon i literally only play like two different weapons in splatoon right so you got your main in so i got my my yeah like yeah i have my main which is bluish and then my side you know what i'm saying my main squeeze in my side is gonna hey, be like ain't nothing wrong with that, you know what i'm saying you got uh you you ain't out there playing the field you, you got who you fool with and everybody else you know what i'm saying you exactly really them like that. you know like no hard feelings you know what i'm saying but there's hey. always that that main you got to go back to that main squeeze it just isn't the same you know what i'm saying <laughs> but yeah no i mean i do have my own like set you know uh i guess way to play so i have like weapons that are beneficial to that for hey, sure that's really cool that's really cool and the sploosh a like we may have to get like a um what's the fun in that family game night where we all get on the sploosh and we go ham and oh my god we will have sploosh v sploosh in public ba- i mean uh, private battles we should do that. Yeah, in private because in public I don't want to get embarrassed and like, yo, Vice, what happened? Like, <laughs> don't yeah. know what to tell you, bro. For sure, and then we'll really see who the superior sploosh is. I'm gonna be salty if it's not me. I'm just letting. You know, well, right we now. already know it's gonna be you, but who we'll gets in second place? Maybe the uh, the competition that we are looking for. 
We'll see. Yeah, like if you can bamboozle me with the sploosh, like, all right, you deserve it. You know what I mean? It's like, look at me, you're the captain now. (laughs) And so with that, uh, I wanted to talk about uh, the rise of the Tomb Raider. Rise of the Tomb Raider? My dearest Lara, I often think about the shame I have brought upon our family's name. Croft, what does it even mean? When I was young, he was just my father and I. In his last years, he was obsessed with myths about immortality. I may have found the next piece to the puzzle, but they're following me. I know them by name now. Trinity. Of course, no one believed him, including me. Yeah, okay. Let me make sure that is the correct Tomb Raider. Yeah, Rise of the Tomb Raider. This is the second one. Not beating the first one. I'm making my way through the second one. And so, uh, have you played uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider or the first? Just Tomb Raider? I've played a little bit. Honestly, the the experience that I have with it is like testing, uh, what is it, like PS4s at the game store that I used to work at. And we would test with like Uncharted 4 and like Rise of the Tomb Raider, you know what I mean? Okay. Uh, but I don't really have like a ton of a ton ton of experience. All right, that's cool. That's cool. Nothing wrong with that. And so, um, the two Raider games, these are big, expensive, big budget games. Yeah. And so, um, I'm just trying to find the fun in the game, and I realized that. Um, what it excels at is the pacing. Trinity. Yeah, yeah. And I feel so you. the the game is broken down basically. I'm like, okay, it's broken down into four distinct type of play styles. Well, uh-huh. play styles, but um, I don't want to call them modes. But as you move from like level to level to level, it generally fits in the one of four type of things. It's like either the shooting gallery where Laura has her gun and she's blasting everyone. Or there are explore areas where you can go around, find collectibles, um, take missions from certain people. Maybe there's a little shooting or some stuff, but that's not the main focus of the area. Okay. Then the next would okay. be the tombs, which are the classic Tomb Raider um, where you go. It's more isolated. It's just Laura and there's a puzzle. And then there are these big dramatic set pieces. It's very similar to Uncharted in that way. Tight, yeah, yeah. So I'm assuming it's also like super cinematic, like Uncharted was? Yes, it is. Um, they mirror each other. Um, it's very cinematic. Like with Uncharted, my favorite one is the one with the train, right? Mm-hmm. Which one was that one? Two. Okay, okay, tight, tight. I've only yeah, played yeah. four for a minute, and I remember the beginning. Man, it looked like an actual movie that you just get to, like, interact with. It was wild. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, yeah, that is a hallmark of both um, the Tomb Raider and um, um, Uncharted games. Yeah. And so, uh, so, but each area, they have, like, a different focus. Um, Like I said, the shooting gallery, those are the more action-oriented pieces. And so, unfortunately, those are the areas in which um, not everyone's a fond of, because when you go to Tomb Raider, everyone's looking for Tomb Raider, um, looking for different things when they go to play Tomb Raider. And so the shooting areas are the standard because, you know, uh, they spend, what, millions millions of dollars developing the game. And so yeah. you want to shoot people. Yeah, of course. 
<laughs> yeah, for people next... that are like traditional, you know, shoot 'em up types, right? Yeah, because if it was a game con- consisted of enti- uh, nothing but tombs, then it would not be as successful because the tombs are really isolated. They're yeah. um, puzzles. It's like, okay, when you get in a room, they show you the door at the top of the um, level. Uh-huh. And then the challenge becomes, how do I get there? And oh. it becomes like, okay, I got to go over here, hit a switch to raise the water. So then I can uh, move this uh, little canoe over to the other side to put something in the canoe. Now I got an, it's basically a puzzle that. You I know, feel you. That kind of reminds me of like little nightmares and how the puzzle was like, how do I get from this like electric how do i get through this door that has like an electric charge and you gotta like finagle all the things and get and get through it yeah i feel that and so they're really cool they are they harken very much back to the older tomb raiders which um shooting was not the main focus of the game yeah but it was very much centered on the environmental puzzles and so they are my favorite part of the game and usually in this game, they're optional, but mm-hmm. they're there, and they give you XP, cash, not cash, yeah, cash, and usually something's like, oh, here you go, something special for completing the tune. Yeah, yeah. The next area is explorable area. Well, I label them explorable areas because it's usually a larger area, and sometimes they're shooting. Um, but this is where usually you can get a mission. It's like, hey, go rescue my friends from these bad guys. <laughs> and so, or it's like, there's a bear. And unlike Condemned, which is like just frightening, this game, you get like poison arrows and you just, <laughs> and you get to take out the bear so it's, uh, or whatever animals. And so it's really cool. It allows you to explore, um, use some of your new fancy skills because, um, it does the Metroidvania thing where um, as you progress, it's gear gated. So previously, when you were in an area, you may not have had to slide down the rope trick or to zip mm-hmm. line up the rope trick. And so it, as you play, you get more XP, you get more items, you get to do cool more things in these areas. And so mm-hmm. um, they're a change of pace. They have some action, but not entire action. And they're yeah. not, and the puzzles aren't as like dedicated puzzles like tombs yeah. and then there are the big set pieces where it's like uh, one of my favorite ones like you're running from a helicopter but you're dangling off the side of a mountain and then you're swinging and then you're running and the ice is exploding and it's just like <laughs> they are exhausting it's I, full on action film right there yeah, it's full on action film they take you out of the standard gameplay loop which yeah, yeah. sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's like, okay, I don't really want to do the quick time events. I just rather just um, get back to normal gameplay. But they serve their purpose. And so it's very good at managing your adrenaline and your how you play. So it may take you from this calm tune into this gigantic set piece and then wind you back down with just regular shooting and then place you down like okay you shot out a bad guys now we're going to open this level back up and have you explore that area or it, it just keeps changing and it keeps you on your toes it, that's it, pretty tight does it get harder like do the tombs get harder like as the story progresses the tombs get harder but um they try to throw some different challenges like with the enemies like now these enemies have shields and now these enemies do this little flanking thing or <laughs> these enemies are drinking grenades but they also give you a plethora of tools to use to try to um 
to try to get to basically eliminate the bad guys. So the game is not getting necessarily harder. So I I haven't played it like all the way through. I have played, like I said, a little bit, but man, like I'm not gonna lie to you. Story games, if you're not keeping my attention, you ain't doing you ain't doing the job. I haven't sat through it though. Don't come for me, Captain Bias. Oh, I haven't no, sat through I'm... it. <laughs> Um, one day I will tell you about um, my theory on the Tomb Raider stories. Okay. All right, um, tight. But it's gonna be its own episode in itself. Yeah, it's gonna be its own episode. Um, tight. Yeah, because we we wax poetic on a quite a few games today. It's been a tremendous amount of fun talking to you. It is. It's been so fun, dude. Yeah, it's so fun. H Town fans. To the just don't stop. Shout out, yeah, H Town. What's up? H Town, what up? H Town, hold it down. <laughs> yeah. So, do you have any shouts? Any um, party shots? Want any more plugs? You want to get in? Any more plugs? Um, let me see. I don't know. I mean. You know what I'm saying? Y'all can follow me on Instagram. Keep up. I I update there like pretty frequently. I'm going to start baking and stuff for the holidays. So if anybody's in town, what up? You know what I'm saying? We're trying to eat good this Thanksgiving. (laughs) Yeah. Bo, thank you so much for joining me. And you listening, I appreciate it so much. Thank you for joining me. This has been What's the fun in From that? From the ghastly right, eerie, it's been fun. I can see to the ends of the world. And from this vantage point, I declare with utter certainty that this one is in the bag. Want to support the show? Want a specific topic, comment, show, or movie discuss? Supporting the South Congress podcast on Patreon allows you to dictate the conversation. Visit patreon.com slash Seahawk for details on how you can support and guide the show. 